Hey everybody, if you want to get notified when we have a new Mindset Digital Podcast available, just text the word MSDPOD to 555-888. That's MSDPOD to 555-888, and we'll send you a text message whenever a new episode comes out. Text message and data rates may apply. From a three-car pileup at the intersection of learning, social media, and technology, it's the Mindset Digital Podcast. Today, three mindsetters get creative director Pete Brown up to speed on UPS Docs, Amazon Key, Juicero, and Zeef. Plus, Pete makes the first Harambe joke to make the podcast in at least six months. It's 17 minutes chock full of good times, people. Here's Pete. Thanks, Briavel. All right, so the studio is full of people, and we have not done this in a while. It has been a busy few months here at Mindset Digital, as evidenced, I think, by our lack of podcasts over the last five weeks. So uh, we're doing the three things today. We have in the studio, uh, that looks like Matthew Wiener. Hey, Pete, you can just call me Wiener. Thanks, Wiener. I appreciate that. <laughs> How have you been doing? You seem like you're pretty harried every time I see you. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's going well. Okay, nice. And then Mike Taylor is here. Hey, I'm just aspiring to be a one-name person. <laughs> That's right. Mike Taylor, who does our Tool Time podcasts. And if I'm keeping an airball on your cubicle, I want to say you're working on projects for our banking clients. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, That's so right. fascinating stuff, I'm sure. And Jen Michaels is here. Jen, how are you? Hi, Pete. And so we've been so busy. I think this might be the first conversation we've had in weeks. Yeah, except except for like you're always the last one to leave. So I usually go, I'm leaving now. So that, you know, yeah, right? hi Pete, bye Pete. And it's so. funny, my desk faces yours, so I sort of see we see each other in mutual stressed out productivity, That's right. but we don't talk much. That's right, and and of course, being busy is a sign of good business and good health for the agency. So we're all happy for that. Okay, you guys know how this works. We're going to give you each four minutes to bring me up to speed about something. I have no idea what we're going to be talking about, so hopefully this works out pretty well. Past when we've done this, I've kind of asked to have a little bit of knowledge about what you were talking about, but this time we're just going completely in the dark, okay? So who wants to go first? Ladies first. Ladies first. That's Jen Michaels. Okay, Jen, let me start the clock, and you are ready to go now. What do you got? Okay, I want to talk about your mail carrier and dogs. So, like my postal mail carrier? Yeah, yeah. Your UPS carrier in particular. So, okay. Pete, are you hip to UPS dogs yet? No. Okay, UPS dogs is this Facebook page and also Instagram page where a series of UPS drivers are posting pictures of the dogs on their routes. So it's not officially a UPS page. It's just mail carriers for UPS posting pictures. And I'm holding up for Pete right now. That's hilarious. The UPS dogs page is just pictures of dogs and UPS trucks. Sort of to buck this idea that the mail carrier hates your dog, a lot yeah. of these guys apparently carry treats in their UPS van and then like they, they get to know the dogs and the dogs are their friends. And there's even people post like goats, there's potbellied pigs. <laughs> there's people who have dressed up their dog like the UPS man for Halloween and mm. then take a picture with their carrier. So it's that's all it is. Yes, yeah, so I wonder, you know, a lot of times when somebody runs like a home-based business or something, they really develop a relationship with their UPS person, right? I remember my sister for years was selling, I don't know what she sold, shoes or something. <laughs> but she like would buy the UPS man a Christmas gift. That's how, um, you know, regular they were. So this is on Facebook? Yeah, it's on Facebook. There's about 600,000 people who've liked it. Okay. I've noticed it kind of blew up in the popular media a few weeks ago. It was on People Magazine site. It was on Huffington Post. It was on Bustle. It's been around for years, but yeah. it's sort of become a thing now. Yeah. 
and everyday people are following it. And like you said, I just love that it's it's a chance to personalize a relationship that often feels kind of abstract. Right. And like you said, in the era of e-commerce, a lot of us have at least a casual relationship yeah. with our UPS carriers. Like I know mine by, yeah. you know, I wave to him and he knows me and yeah. he teases me when I order something heavy and, you know, stuff. And, I, you know, let's just I, I, I never cease to be amazed at the drawing power of dogs on the Internet. You know, there was We Rate Dogs, which was the Twitter account, which started rating dogs. And it gave every dog like a 12 out of 10 rating. Yep. Do you guys know this yep. story? Yep. Right? And then a guy named Brent tweeted back at them, these ratings are meaningless. You give 12 out of 10 to every dog. <laughs> like, he just didn't get it. And their response was, they're good dogs, Brent. <laughs> and, yeah. So, so UPS Dogs, if you haven't followed it yet, I 10 out of 10 recommend it. It's brought a little happiness to my day. It's been fun watching my friends like it. But what, now that we have warm fuzzies about UPS carriers, let's make it weird. So have you heard about Amazon Key? This is uh, so somebody, they, the Amazon delivery guy can get into your house? Yeah, that's the one. So Amazon has um, debuted this package with like a smart camera and a sensor and a smart lock on your door. Right. And when the courier arrives at your house, you'll have this camera and you'll get a notification on your phone. And you can let the UPS guy into your house to put the package put, just inside your door and leave. Yeah. So and I suppose I suppose like stolen packages is, is a pretty big thing with Amazon. Yeah, I think that's probably part of it. And then I read some articles speculating that it's really a loyalty play. So once you're Amazon, you know, once you have that, yeah. if you are concerned about package theft, you're going to order more stuff through yeah. Amazon. Yeah. And then they can expand into other services. So, for example, then Amazon can have a dog walker affiliation and handyman association. And once they control your door, right. they have a bigger relationship right. with you. And it seems like Amazon earlier this year started rolling out like physical storefronts where packages could be delivered. Is that right? I can't Amazon pickup, maybe it's, it's called. Campus, yep. Right? There's pickup yeah. locations. Yeah. I've used it. You can go and pull stuff out of your Amazon locker and it's it's usually faster. So the one yeah. time I used the locker was something I, I needed that day. Yeah. And so I was willing to drive down to the locker and get it. Yeah. We, uh, we have three dogs in my house. Um, Two, two of whom are elderly and somewhat disabled. They're, they're quite a bit uh, to manage. But I got an Amazon Dash button, so when our dog food starts to run low, I just push this button, and two days later, a 50-pound bag of dog food shows up at my house. And I'm just like, I am definitely living in the future now, right? It's that It's, it's that the easy. best of all so. possible worlds. So, all right, the duck says time's over. All right, that was a good find. Thanks, Jen Michaels. All right. Wiener, you're coming up next? Yeah. Oh, this will be a short one. It's kind uh, of nice. Yeah. I, I was First also... of all, let me just say, we have, we, have, we have pushed this recording back a few times because, because Wiener's schedule was either too much or he didn't have time to look something up. Well, uh, this week I looked up Amazon Key. Oh! And, okay. Uh, <laughs> nice. I'm going to go ahead and turn things over to Mike now. Sure. Okay, so tell us some more details about it. Sure. Yeah, well, so what, what I found interesting about it and, like, the – dirtbag sites that I follow is I, I really saw this as fitting into like more of just the, the backlash going on with Silicon Valley right now. Yeah. You know, so everything I read was extremely negative about it. And I would completely agree. I mean, so you had that, you had Bodega the other month, which I guess we could have come on and talked about. What was Bodega? Bodega was the disruptive startup where uh, they just invented a vending machine and put people out of work. So it was basically supposed to be like your corner store or yeah. bodega, yeah. but it would be you know, a vending machine, like uh -huh. say in your apartment building. So you could just unlock it, pick up, you know, like some some Advil or yeah. something else, and it would just deduct it from your account and you could leave. And it turns out that people actually like having these interactions with people working at their corner store. Sure. So it uh, did not get a good reaction. Okay. So what what 
What do you think is the objection to Amazon Key? Right. So, so for Key, you need to get Amazon's CloudCat, which they came out with, I guess, about a month ago. Yeah. And so you're going to leave that in your house now. That'll be constantly running, or at least whenever they scan the barcode to open up the door. So it just sort of like puts, I don't know, the, it's just this unsavory association of, you know, the security, surveillance and the security. And that's... That's all I got. I didn't actually I think you. we'd go this far into the Silicon Valley backlash side of things. Well, that's fine. I think Wiener's on to something because I wouldn't get Amazon Key, and I think we have gotten to the point where some of the AI technological innovations are so – we've reached a point where people's scruples have started to come into play, and people go, right. I don't know about that one. Like People are starting to really question now. Even first adopters, people who are usually really comfortable, are going, dude, I don't know about that. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting moment in Silicon Valley technology. Right. Like, you know, is this really, one, is this more convenient, and how much do we value convenience? And I think these are questions that are starting to get asked a lot more, and I yeah. think that's a, a very good thing. Yeah. So, Wiener, I'm curious. So, I live in the suburbs, right? And right. so, and, and hey, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a but the likelihood of, of boxes being stolen from my front porch is less than you live in the city, Wiener, right? So so I'm curious why it wouldn't appeal to you to have a safer way to receive your boxes. Well, selfishly, we moved to an apartment where they actually leave our boxes inside, inside the locked front door now. So yeah. this isn't as much of an issue. Yeah. But again, we had other options in the city, right? Like Jen said, we had the, the pickup on campus. I also had a an actual bodega a few blocks up where I can yeah. also pick my packages up if I prefer them to not be left at my door. Okay. Do you want to talk about Juicero at all? <laughs> oh, yes. Another <laughs> episode on Juicero. Oh, yeah. So uh, Juicero was a startup that had uh, the, the juice maker of the future, if I'm not mistaken. Right. The press juice, which, again, good good product. And I think the uh, the juice packs were pretty expensive, but in line with, I think, just buying fresh cold press juice out in the store, yeah. the, the big issue that they had was that it turned out that you could just squeeze the pack and get your juice instead of this <laughs> very expensive machine. and very over-engineered machine that yeah. could only work with the Juicero packs. And what and, and what was the deal with the machine? Why was it web-connected? You don't know? I don't know. Okay. That's a, I mean, that that's a very good question for all of the investors in Juicero that continue to throw money at it. Yeah. I think it's out of business now, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, they were going to try to come back with a, uh, a less expensive version of it, yeah. but they realized that the whole thing was just not yeah. financially feasible. You know who would have enjoyed having a Juicero? <laughs> Who's that? Harambe. <laughs> 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 All right, Wiener, we didn't make it to four minutes, but I uh, appreciate you coming in. Another disappointing appearance, but we'll try and turn it around next time. <laughs> I had a more positive spin on the, the key, but then once Jen took it, so. Okay, no worries. <laughs> Don't worry. All right, Mike Taylor. I'm going to start you off. Now, what do we got? We're going to talk about a handy little tool called Zeef. Zeef. Z-E-E-F. Okay. Zeef.com. Okay. So, First of all, let me just say that sounds like a cool nickname for like a guy who's Russian. <laughs> What's up, uh, Zeef? <laughs> yeah, so um, I mean, you give some talks or you go to a conference and, and, and do a session or something, and there's always like more stuff than you have time to talk about. Right. So I've got a couple of these. I've got three that are, that are, that are pretty well established. So I did a, a webinar for the eLearning Guild about design resources. That's right. I think we talked about this last time. Free right? and inexpensive yeah. design resources. Yeah. So, you know, in, in my 45-minute session, I, I can hit the highlights. Right. But there's a lot more than that for people who want to explore. Yeah. And so this is an online page that you can build uh, with the links to, you know, all your other resources. And so the thing I like about it, it's got a couple of key features that I haven't found anywhere else. 
So first of all, I can I can put things into what they call blocks. Okay. So I can put you know font resources in a block, and I can put icon resources in a block, and I so I can organize it that right. way. Uh, I can flag things as as a favorite, so those are the better ones. Right. So that gives me a little bit of organization. The other thing that the other two things really that that I think set it apart is that people can come to this page. They can follow the page. Yeah. Anytime I add new things, they get notified. Okay. So you don't have to keep coming back to check. Yeah. Or if they have something to contribute, they can suggest items. Oh, nice. And then I can moderate that if I want to add it or, or not add it. So how is it different from a, from a web page builder? <clears throat> so it just handles a bunch of stuff. So all I have to do is put in a link. I gotcha. It'll pull the title. It'll pull an icon. Um, so it's like a web page builder specifically for collecting resources. Yeah. Right. So it's it's a curation tool, a bookmarking t- tool sort of thing. So unlike something like way back in the dark ages of Internet time of delicious. Right. Like right. that was really good. Right. And I'm still ticked that that yeah. that sort of fell apart. Yep. Um, you know, I could tag things and have a similar. But this is nice because it's the display is nice and yeah. orderly. Yeah. I can move the blocks around. I can shuffle the order really simply. Yeah. Uh, I can add image header images for each category. Yeah. And uh, responsive for mobile and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I can embed that if I want to take blocks and embed it in my website. Yeah, I can embed it so it's portable in that sense. Yeah, so it looks like it just sounds like it's a, a nice UI and a nice way to just. I mean, you are constantly sharing resources, yep. right? I mean, that's that's your wheelhouse in the yep. learning and development community. Um, but this is a good way to start to organize those and then really bring in other people to contribute, which uh, I think is yeah, kind of a neat. Yeah, idea. absolutely. So, I, like I said, I've got. I think three or four, a couple more that are sort of, you know, still forming. Um, Presentations.zeef.com is my page where I've got slide resources, different resources, a lot of design things around slide-based stuff. There is uh, another, and there's an e-learning one that's done by Tracy Parrish. Okay. I think she's got over 500 links on that now. She's actually doing a session on it, I think, in Las Vegas this week at DevLearn around... This, it's sort of this living, breathing thing, and it's constantly getting updated. And then, so there's one more thing that I actually forgot about, which is really cool, and, and uh, it's around broken links. Okay. So anybody who curates, you have this kind of challenge yeah, around sure. link rot. Zeef will check those links, and if one of them goes bad, it sends you a note that says, hey, you've got a broken link. Yeah, now that's really cool. That is, that's, I've never found that anywhere else. I mean, there's some tools, but it's a manual type thing yeah very cool so zeef z-e-e-f dot com and your stuff can be found at presentations.zeef.com and then you can hit all the other ones from there sure very cool all right so mike taylor matthew weiner and jen michaels thanks for stopping in today i think it's just good for us to get a podcast out there start to get the juices flowing again what do you think Oh, it's always nice to just have a, a nice office conversation that we That's don't right. always get a chance to do. That's right. Two birds with one stone. That's right. I, I remember, you know, when we had that workshop on uh, workplace happiness recently and they said you need a work best friend. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I got to talk to people. So, okay, everybody, thanks for coming in. I think this will be a fun episode. Right on. Thanks, right. Pete. Good thanks, times. This episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast was produced by Pete Brown and featured Jim Michaels, Mike Taylor, Matt Weiner, and me, Bria Bell Schultz. 
Some music in this episode is courtesy of the website audionautics.com and is licensed under Creative Commons 3.0. If you like the show, please let us know by leaving a positive review on iTunes. We'll be back in a few weeks with another episode. Until then, good times, everyone.